What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my top 36 week 11 wide receiver rankings while also splitting up these wide receivers into different tiers. If you guys enjoy the video, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. I've already posted my top 36 running backs. So you guys can check that out after this one if you are interested, but let's just dive right into it. We're going to start off with my tier one running backs. We have nine of them. I wouldn't get too caught up in the order of these guys. If you have them on your roster, you're going to be firing them up. So we have Tyreek Hill, Amon Ross St. Brown, CeeDee Lamb, AJ Brown, Jamar Chase, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, and Justin Jefferson. We have guys like Amon Ross St. Brown and CeeDee Lamb who are on absolute tears. Same thing with AJ Brown, I guess, prior to the bye week. Keenan Allen coming off a monster game. Stephon Diggs with a not so great game in uh, week 10. That Sertan matchup is definitely tough. And he does draw another tough matchup here against the Jets, but I'm definitely not fading off that uh, Bills passing attack. Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs. We get Cooper Cup. It seems like Matthew Stafford should play, which is obviously going to be good for Cooper Cup moving forward. And then there's no guarantee that Justin Jefferson plays in this game, but if he does play, I'm going to fire him up even with the Sertan matchup. If Jefferson's healthy, you're playing him. And we'll kind of talk about Addison a little bit later, but it does become interesting whether or not Jefferson does play. So those are the tier one guys, obviously in your normal leagues. If you guys have these players on your rosters, they're going to be in your starting lineups. Now looking at tier two, these are going to be your back end wide receiver ones to your uh, higher end wide receiver twos. We're going to start it off with Mike Evans. He's going up against the 49ers here. Hasn't necessarily been like a death sentence matchup for opposing wide receivers. Mike Evans has been very impressive this season, so I like him leading this tier. Then we have Devontae Adams. Definitely seems like he had a bounce back game in week 10. Definitely seems like the Raiders are going to be focused on feeding him the ball. I'm not super high on this Raiders offense, which is why he's kind of capped compared to where I think his talent level is, but I still think he's playable as like a back end wide receiver one. And then we have DJ Moore, who I'm expecting a bounce back from this week. He had some not so great games with Bajan at quarterback. His splits with field compared to Bajan have been night and day. He's just been significantly better with Justin Fields at the quarterback position, and it does look like we'll be getting Justin Fields back. Also, I like the matchup here against the Lions. We just saw them give up a massive game to Keenan Allen, so I'm expecting a DJ more bounce back, which is why I have him here as a wide receiver one this week. Then I have Jalen Waddell as my uh, wide receiver 13. As the wide receiver two for the Dolphins, I still really like him as like a fringe wide receiver one here. Like the matchup against this Raiders defense, I do think the Dolphins are probably going to put together a big game coming off the bye week. Then we have Brandon Ayuk. I think at this point, it probably is fair to rank Ayuk at least decently ahead of Debo Samuel going up against the Buccaneers. Um, I think that's a pretty nice matchup for opposing wide receivers. So I like Ayuk. And then the final wide receiver in this tier going to be Devonta Smith. Even with AJ Brown having his big games, Devonta Smith has still found a way to give you some decent production. Going up against the Chiefs here in that fun Monday night matchup, I think Devonta Smith is a nice player to round out this tier. Now looking at my tier three options, not a huge tier. Going to start it off with Adam Thielen. Aside from week one, Adam Thielen was on an absolute tear pretty much through like week uh, eight, I believe. Week nine and week 10, he's come back down to earth a little bit. I still think he's going to be a nice fantasy option, but it always kind of felt like that high-end wide receiver one production wasn't super sustainable. Tough matchup here against the Cowboys. So I still like him as a wide receiver too, but we may not be getting that like absurd production we got weeks like two through uh, eight. After Thielen, I have Puka Nakua. Still think Puka is a very solid weekly play. Obviously, he's not going to have the floor or the ceiling he had when uh, Cooper Cup was out. 
But if Matthew Stafford's back, I think both these wide receivers can definitely get supported in that uh, Rams offense. Then we're going to go with uh, Garrett Wilson, continues to be targeted very heavily by Zach Wilson. Even though Wilson hasn't been playing at a super high level, he's definitely still been able to uh, keep Garrett Wilson afloat. And honestly, every single week I see Garrett Wilson play, I just think about what the situation could look like with Aaron Rodgers, right? The debate was like, should Garrett Wilson be drafted in round two in fantasy drafts? Is he going to take that leap with Aaron Rodgers? At least in my opinion, what we've seen out of him this year, if Rodgers was a quarterback, I really just feel like Garrett Wilson would be absolutely smashing for fantasy football. And I do think he would be locked in that uh, tier one territory with top quarterback play. And then for the final wide receiver in this tier, it's going to be Debo Samuel. Like I talked about with Ayuk, I like the matchup. Debo's been a slightly less um, reliable than a guy like Brandon Ayuk, but I still think he's a nice wide receiver to play. And then shifting into tier four, these are going to be the mid to back end wide receiver twos, and then your high end wide receiver threes. We have two Texans wide receivers in this tier, Tank Dell and Nico Collins. This is obviously going to be assuming that Nico Collins returns this week, missed week 10 with injury. I think Dell at this point probably does deserve to be ranked higher. What he's done as a rookie wide receiver has been very impressive. Also just a player who has a very, very high weekly ceiling. So I like Dell here. Also the matchup against the Cardinals is pretty favorable. Then we have Jordan Addison, and I kind of mentioned him with Justin Jefferson. I think typically you would assume that Jefferson returning would be a hit to Jordan Addison. I honestly don't know if that's the case just for this specific week, because if Jefferson is getting the Sertan matchup, then I think Jordan Addison's in a pretty great spot. If Jefferson misses this game and that matchup then gets put on Jordan Addison, I honestly feel like he's probably in a worse spot. So he'd still definitely be playable for me, but I have him here as like a fringe top 20 wide receiver. Like him as a wide receiver too. We'll see what happens with the uh, Justin Jefferson situation throughout this week. Um, So then after Nico Collins, we are going to have Marquise Brown. Didn't have a crazy game in Kyler's first game back, but I've talked about this this week. I think Kyler looked pretty impressive. Um, I think Marquise Brown is a very, very talented wide receiver. It could have been a pretty big game. Kyler like just missed him on a long, deep touchdown. So I do like Hollywood moving forward. Then we're going to go with Terry McLaurin. Not coming off a great game, but he had had a bunch of uh, solid performances before that. This Giants team as a whole is in a rough spot. I think Sam Howell has been playing at a pretty high level. So I like Terry this week. Then we're going to have Christian Kirk going up against the Titans. I think at this point, he has to firmly be ranked as the uh, Jaguars' top wide receiver. Ridley has been a massive disappointment. And then the final wide receiver in this tier is going to be Deontay Johnson, coming off a down game, but I'm still very, very confident in his ability uh, to command targets moving forward. Then we're going to have a tier five here. We're starting it off with D-Hop, and I do just have some concerns with this Titans offense as a whole. Obviously, the passing attack has fallen off a little bit since the uh, crazy Will Levis game, and that is going to affect DeAndre Hopkins. Not an overly tough matchup against this Jaguars defense, but I do just have overall concerns with this Titans offense. Then we're going to go back-to-back Seahawks wide receivers. It may seem low to have Metcalf and Lockett as wide receiver 28 and wide receiver 29, but it's honestly been in line with their production so far this season. So I kind of feel like it's a fair ranking, and this isn't like a smash matchup here against the Rams. Behind those Seahawks wide receivers, we're actually going to have two wide receivers in the same matchup, Zay Flowers and Tyler Boyd. This is obviously assuming that Higgins is not able to play. So I like Zay Flowers. Hasn't had like these crazy ceiling games, 
but he's been a very solid option, impressive production for a rookie. And I think both these wide receivers are solid. Tyler Boyd now operating as the uh, wide receiver too. Had a nice fantasy game in week 10 with uh, T. Higgins also missing that one. After Flowers and Boyd, I have Rasheed Rice. And he's actually someone I'm very interested in kind of seeing what his role looks like here in week 11 because the Chiefs are coming off their bye week. The bye week is typically a spot where we can see a rookie, like skill position players, wide receivers, running backs, kind of take a leap in usage in their offense. You know, they can kind of get settled in. Teams can reevaluate, expand their role moving forward. So I wouldn't be shocked if Rice goes out and is taking their wide receiver one routes. Plus, this is a really nice matchup here against an Eagles secondary that has had a very, very tough time uh, stopping opposing fantasy wide receivers. So I think Rice is very interesting. Hopefully, he's able to take that jump here um, in week 11. The final tier five wide receiver, Cortland Sutton. The touchdowns feel unsustainable just because there haven't been a ton from Russ but he just keeps scoring. He's clearly a very, very talented red zone wide receiver, making contested catches. So I do think Sutton belongs in this tier. And then uh, tier six, this is kind of going to be like some somewhat disappointing players so far. Ridley, Godwin, and Amari Cooper. I still think Ridley can have some boom games, but the lack of a weekly floor has been very apparent over the past few weeks. Chris Godwin, Not a terrible matchup here against the 49ers, like I talked about with Evans, but Mike Evans just consistently outplays him week after week. And then Amari Cooper, and to be totally honest with you, before the Deshaun Watson injury, I had Amari Cooper somewhere as like a mid to high end wide receiver too. So if you ask me an Amari Cooper question before the Deshaun Watson news, I would definitely uh, try to reevaluate that because the splits with Watson at quarterback compared to Walker or DTR have been massive. He's been a great option with Deshaun Watson at quarterback, and he has been a very, very poor fantasy option with Deshaun Watson out of the lineup. So not saying he's going to be awful and not saying those splits are going to carry throughout the entire season, but I definitely think losing Watson for the season is a huge downgrade for Amari Cooper. Now that is going to wrap it up for the top 36 wideouts. I hope you guys enjoyed the video. If you did, do me a favor, smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, check out the running backs, and I will see you all in the next one.